Meditators, today I'm going to explore key takeaways from two books from the Nassim Taleb Inserto series. Taleb was a brilliant mathematician, trader, and hedge fund manager who gives key insights into building a portfolio that maximizes your returns, preparing for black swan events, and avoiding key psychological issues whilst participating in the markets. There is a huge amount to be learned from Taleb, and I really enjoy sharing some of the actionable insights from his work. To help me produce further actionable insights, remember to like and subscribe below. To stay one with the crypto markets, sign up and get six free market meditations newsletters a week. You'll find links in the description below. A quick thanks to our partners Exodus and Nexo for making this podcast possible. There will be more on them later. Nassim Taleb first started his career as a derivatives trader on Wall Street. Over the course of the next 40 years, he went on to be a scholar on the topic of mathematical finance. A hedge fund manager and co-editor of academic journal Risk and Decision Analysis. Today we are going to look at two books, both from his Inserto series, to understand how we can improve our trading and investing. Book 1, The Black Swan. This publication is part of Nassim Taleb's five-part collection called Inserto, where he investigates uncertainty, probability, risk, and a whole lot more. The book was named as one of the 12 most influential books since World War II, and today we're going to dive into the key takeaways. First, let's start off with explaining what a black swan event actually is. More often than not, it is the common everyday things that affect the markets. Things like a company releasing less than positive earnings, new product launches, institutional upgrades or downgrades, and so on. Sometimes, however, there are particularly special and rare events that leave such a profound impact that the market moves in a severe and unpredictable way. We categorize these events as black swan events. A black swan event needs to meet Three criteria. Outlier. Nothing that has happened in the past could have convincingly pointed to the possibility of the event at that time. Two, an extreme impact. It carries an extreme impact, low predictability, and high consequence. Three, explainable after the fact. It is only really explainable after the fact. Human nature then convinces us that we should have known all along that the event would have happened. To use an example, think of the impact coronavirus had on the markets in March 2020. The event was an outlier, as shown by the lack of adequate preparation from the world's governments. Markets took a serious hit, with Bitcoin dipping over 50% and the S&P 500 dipping 30% from their respective monthly opens. Therein lies the extreme impact. Retrospectively, many people are no longer treating this as an outlier, but embedding it as a part of a wider narrative that pandemics have always happened, however now have a more global impact due to the increased connectivity. The basic idea is that there are great difficulties when trying to forecast the future based on the knowledge of the past. How can one figure out properties of something that is infinite and unknown based on something that is finite and known? So the first key takeaway for traders and investors should be the existence of black swan events. 
the past is not a reliable indicator of the future and this is an important lesson for all of us. Next, let's look at what black swans reveal about our behavior. Taleb highlights the following implications of black swan events on our psychology. Human error confirmation. In other words, the fact that we are too quick to jump to conclusions. The narrative of fallacy. When analyzing situations, our love for the stories over statistics cloud the facts and our ability to make rational decisions. We are not programmed for black swans. Humans are prone to believe in linear progression. We think that a certain input will gradually result in a desired output. As XRP holders found out the hard way, this is not the case when black swans exist. Distortion of silent evidence. We view historical evidence with a filter that selects the rosier parts of the process. Many people in the space, for instance, talk about the two bull runs we have seen in the last few years, leaving out all the long, difficult and bearish sides of the story. We exclude evidence that does not suit our mental models. Tunneling. Our tendency to focus too much on what we know and shy away from what we don't know. These are key concepts in behavioral finance that all traders and investors should acknowledge when designing their trading strategies. Beware of these limitations that exist in our psychology. What we have covered so far is that we are in a world dominated by black swan events. What's more, we have a tendency to fool ourselves with tunneling, the narrative of fallacy, and other such behavioral weaknesses. So what should we do? In essence, Taleb suggests that we should expose ourselves to the possibility of positive black swans and limit our risk by decreasing our exposure to negative ones. Taleb suggests two approaches in order to achieve this. The speculative insured portfolio. This option is to have a very speculative portfolio, but to insure it against losses that are greater than, for example, 10%. This doesn't just refer to traditional insurance. You can create this effect yourself by putting up stop losses at minus 10% and taking multiple bets with small parts of your equity. You have what Taleb refers to as a convex combination, where your risk is limited but your upside is exposed to positive black swans. The hyper-conservative and hyper-aggressive approach. Taleb suggests that you don't put your money in medium-risk investments. The possibility of black swans means that we can't be sure they are medium risk at all. Instead, he claims that you should put the majority of your capital in something extremely safe, such as government bonds, and the rest of your capital in something extremely speculative like angel investments. With this type of portfolio, you are limited in your risk because of your hyper-conservative investments, but you are also exposed to the possibility of hitting a positive black swan with your hyper-aggressive ones. This brings us perfectly onto the second book we will be discussing today. Anti-Fragile, Things That Gain Disorder. This is another publication in the Inserto series and builds on the ideas in The Black Swan. It offers further detailed insights, especially into the second approach discussed above, the hyper-conservative and hyper-aggressive approach. 
One of the key principles introduced in this book is his portfolio allocation method he refers to as the barbell strategy. Traditional theories of portfolio allocation are based on the thesis of risk tolerance, which is usually linked to age. Risk tolerance determines the proportion of low, medium and high risk investments that an individual takes. To give examples of assets that belong in each category, low risk, government bonds and bank certificates of deposit, medium risk, blue chip stocks, high risk speculative stocks such as initial public offerings or cryptocurrencies. The young investor might put 40% of his portfolio in speculative stocks, 40% in blue chip stocks, and just 20% in government bonds. The other end of the spectrum, the old retiree, might keep 80% in bonds and 20% in blue chip stocks. Followers of Taleb's barbell strategy would argue that the middle of the risk spectrum should be ignored altogether. Taleb argues that an effective risk-taking strategy should strive to be anti-fragile, fully protected from total ruin while being exposed to the occasional unlimited upside. From this, he forms what is called the barbell strategy. You can imagine a physical barbell. A real-life barbell has weights on each end and a bar in the middle to connect them. With an investing barbell, on one side, you have a small proportion of your investments that are high risk, but have high reward. On the other side, you have a larger proportion of your investments that are low risk and low reward potential. No investments are held in the middle. In other words, nothing medium risk or average is held in the portfolio. As Taleb puts it, I initially use the image of the barbell to describe a dual attitude of playing it safe in some areas and taking a lot of small risks in others, hence achieving anti-fragility. This is extreme risk aversion on one side and extreme risk loving on the other. Rather than just the medium or the beastly moderate risk attitude that is in fact a sucker's game because medium risks can be subjected to huge measurement errors. But barbell also results because of its construction in the reduction of downside risk, the elimination of risk of ruin. As the crypto industry continues to mature, it's natural that more and more wealth building platforms will arise. The problem with many of these, however, is that they are often so complex that it disincentivizes people from using them. This is why I've partnered with Nexo, one of the top crypto lending platforms in the world. With over 1.5 million users and 15 billion assets under management, Nexo combines the yield earning features of crypto with the familiarity and ease of centralized finance. Nexo allows you to earn interest at a competitive rate on crypto and fiat. They also allow you to take out loans using crypto as collateral so that you have access to cash without needing to sell your investment. You can even trade directly on the web platform and mobile app in an intuitive and secure way. If you're looking to embark on the journey to financial freedom whilst minimizing time and frustration, I highly recommend you check them out by visiting nexo.io. That's N-E-X-O dot I-O. 
One of the biggest problems in the crypto industry right now is that there are far too many applications and none of them are very user-friendly for beginners. That's why we've partnered with Exodus. They're a desktop and mobile wallet that allow users to own their own private keys, navigate a very easy interface where they can view their portfolio, store multiple different cryptocurrencies, as well as exchange and earn interest on those cryptocurrencies. So if you're interested in checking them out, head over to exodus.com. That's E-X-O-D-U-S dot com. So what is the elimination of risk of ruin and why is it so important? When it comes to portfolio allocation, Taleb believed that a lot of professionals misunderstood how to make profits over the long run. They believed that the focus should always be on coming up with bets that make them a lot of money. But what's most important is something different. The difference appears minor, but it's not. What's most important is to not lose money. A large proportion of low-risk, safe investments has the critical benefit of protecting investors from the risk of ruin. As I have spoken about it many times, when it comes to trading and investing, survival is key. It's not just Taleb and I who think so. Warren Buffett also famously said, the first rule of investing is never lose money. The second rule of investing is never forget rule number one. And if you don't take Buffett's word for it, consider Ray Dalio's advice. Make sure that the probability of the unacceptable going bust is nil. In a barbell strategy, the large chunk of investments are in hyper-conservative investments, thus eliminating this risk of ruin. In a parabolic bull market, we often look at the charts of the best performing coins and think, why didn't I buy more? Every time this happens, remind yourselves it's because you are eliminating the risk of ruin. Given the current volatility of crypto markets and potentially in the downwards direction, it is essential that we are properly managing our risk. The middle of the barbell is unbalanced due to the risk-reward trade-off. Being in the middle gives you risk and limitations, while you're not even exposed to the maximum upside. What's more, the occurrence of black swan events means that the risk is incomputable. As already mentioned, these are particularly special and rare events that leave such a profound impact that move markets in a severe and unpredictable way. Someone with 100% in so-called medium risk securities has a risk of total ruin from the miscomputation of risks. This barbell technique remedies the problem that risks of rare events are incomputable and fragile to estimation error. Here, the financial barbell has a maximum known loss. Being in the middle gives the illusion of safety but it's actually the worst of both worlds. You're still exposed to being wiped out by a black swan while also having no opportunity to tap into the colossal gains that can swirl out of the same chaos. In a recent CNN interview, Anthony Scaramucci noted how if you had a dollar and kept 99 cents in cash and the other penny in Bitcoin over 10 years, you would have outperformed putting the dollar in the S&P 500. You can consider the S&P 500 to be the medium risk example here, with Bitcoin being the high risk and cash the low risk. 
His comment is an indirect affirmation of the barbell strategy. The key takeaway here is simple. Don't seek assets that are in the middle of the risk spectrum. A small proportion of your portfolio in hyper-aggressive investments maintains exposure to large potential upside. High-risk investments have the potential to produce obscene wins, sometimes even greater than 100x return. Taleb refers to these events as positive black swans. The key? Taking some big risks to have a chance at big wins whilst protecting yourself from total ruin. Talent eloquently sums this up with a simple balance of 90-10. If you put 90% of your funds in boring cash, assuming you are protected from inflation, or something called a numeraire repository of value, and 10% in very risky securities, you cannot possibly lose more than 10% while you are exposed to massive upside. An example would be 90% of your net worth in a cash savings account with the other 10% in cryptocurrency, say Bitcoin. What's the worst that could happen? Bitcoin goes to zero and you lose 10% of your net worth? You have capped your downside. The best that could happen, your bet could return you 1000%. The numbers are guidelines, not rules. But the point remains, protect yourself from total ruin, avoid the unbalanced middle, go for few high risk, high reward bets. For anti-fragility, is the combination of aggressiveness plus paranoia. Clip your downside, protect yourself from extreme harm, and let the upside, the positive black swans, take care of itself. Let's summarize the key takeaways from the black swan and anti-fragile. Firstly, black swan events exist. They have occurred in the past and they will occur again in the future. Also important, are all the different behavioral weaknesses that are implications of black swan events, such as tunneling and the narrative of fallacy. These weaknesses hinder our ability as traders and investors to make logical decisions. And as we know, there is no place for emotions in the market. To account for black swans, Taleb suggests both the speculative insured portfolio and the hyper-conservative and hyper-aggressive approach. Extremely risk-averse on the one side and extremely risk-loving on the other, generally avoiding the middle. This decreases the chance of risk of ruin whilst potentially increasing upside with very speculative but small bets. Taleb's publications offer great insight into probability, uncertainty and risk, all key elements to profiting from today's markets. Another key element is staying up to date with the latest news and events in the crypto space. To help, I have my team of researchers write six free newsletters a week. To access this, all you have to do is sign up at karushak.substack.com. Today, we covered two of Nassim Taleb's Inserto series. To hear our insights into the remaining two publications, stay tuned to the Market Meditations podcast.